Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Poor Cole, champion. He's had a year to remember as old Paul Cole winning two gold medal, two golds at the Commonwealth Games, becoming world number one and returning home for the first time since the pandemic, despite falling short at the Egyptian Open last week. He's now managed to reclaim his spot as the top-ranked squash player in the world. He'll be looking to maintain his ranking heading into the US Open this weekend and beat out rival Ali Farag. For the title, well, if anyone can get it done after what I can only imagine has been an exhausting 12 months, is our man Colsey, and he's on the line with us today. Afternoon, Colsey. How's the United States for you, brother? Yeah, kia ora, brother. It's, um, it's good, man. It's always uh, nice to come to, to America. It's an uh, easy place to play. We're playing indoors, which is always nice. And uh, yeah, I like it here. My whole team's here this week. So, um, you know, we're looking for a big week. Mate, you, you, you haven't had any rest. Let's be completely honest. Straight from a World Series, straight into the Commonwealth Games, you had a trip home, and then you're ripping straight into another season, mate. What's it all been like for you? How, how's, the, how's the body feeling? Yeah, it's been a crazy six months, 12 months, bro. Um, it's been lots of highs, lots of lows. Um, like you say, pretty pretty draining. I didn't really have an off-season going into the Commonwealth Games, but, man, that was like the best two weeks of my life, so I wouldn't change it for anything. But, um, yeah, man, my, yeah. My, my life's changed drastically in the last six months. You know, heaps of heaps of cool opportunities, heaps of distractions that I'm, you know, uh, dealing with. So, um, but I've been enjoying it, man. It's, uh, my life's been great, so I can't complain. Got a rig in New Zealand yet, Colsey? Any, any sponsors there throwing you a, a big ram? Ram 500, something like that? <laughs> no, uh, no no wheels, mate. I'm still waiting for Izzy to hook me up there. But uh, <laughs> just signed with Barfoot and Thompson, actually. Great New Zealand company. So um, stoked to have them on board. Give them a plug. Hey, um, mate, what's it like being back at number one? <laughs> it's cool, man. Um, obviously, uh, I was number one for, you know, three months at, at the start of the year. And that was um, something very new to me. Um, lots of doors open, met lots of cool people. Mm. Maybe if I'm being completely honest, um, I was guilty of getting a little bit distracted in, in, in terms of my off-court life. But, um, you know, this time around, 
I've spoke to a lot of people that have helped me out and given me some, you know, pretty wicked advice, uh, including including my man uh, Izzy there. So, yeah, I feel a bit more prepared and, you know, a bit less um, overwhelmed with the whole thing. You know, I, I didn't really think it would bother me as much, but, you know, looking back, I was probably definitely a bit guilty of uh, enjoying my off-court life a bit too much. But, you know, you live and you learn. Hey, you, you live and you learn, Colsey, and you gotta you got to enjoy it because it's such a short time and, and, you know, you're out there on the court, you, you're putting your, so much effort out there, so you, you've really got to enjoy it. But, um, you, yeah, you've, you've been number one, you've you've had your chance. So, obviously, round one probably didn't quite get the result you were after. You've come back and you, you were so close up against your your, your arch-rival, um, Ali Farag, but what was the key lessons from, from the start of the season to be able to get back into contention fighting for the Egyptian title? Yeah, bro, it was just, um, you know, trying to go back to sort of simplifying things, just, um, you know, finding out, you know, why I play squash and not getting too caught up in, you know, the whole whole fame and whole, you know, sort of benefits that come with. Obviously, I want to enjoy that stuff, but, you know, I just sort of got to go back to, yeah. um, you yeah. know, myself and, Playing for playing for myself, playing for my family, and just you know, sort of trying to simplify it and, and keep it, you know, chasing the titles that we want to we want to win, and try not to get too caught up in everything. But yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Like Egyptian Open, I sort of got my my mindset back. I got my determination and fight back, which was a really nice feeling to have. So even though I fell short in the final, it was quite a a good tournament for me to get my mindset back and felt like myself on court again, which was you know really nice since Commonwealth Games. I was sort of struggling a bit after that with you know the highs and lows and um so yeah man it was a wicked tournament and i feel good going into this week like i said my whole team's here so yeah looking for a, a good week mate we were, we were rooting for you back down here watching it in the studio actually that final so um look forward to the the rematch hopefully and you're getting one back up over them um i just got a question for you colsey what what about how do you how do you continually raise the bar when you get to number one have you got a method or an understanding of what's going to keep you in front of people? Yeah, man. I'm, like I said, like that was um, something that I've, I've been sort of working at because I've always, my whole career, I've always been the, the chaser, you know. I've always sort of been chasing people who are better than me and then all of a sudden to find myself on top was a little bit different. I didn't think my squash suffered too badly, but, you know, maybe mentally I was sort of, I was a bit tired at some tournaments and you know, sort of a bit distracted. And I think it's just going back to doing what I've done, you know, my whole career. And that's just, you know, trying to improve myself and looking at weaknesses in my game and then going on court and just, you know, sort of leaving it all out there and fighting um, for every point. So, again, it's just going back to that whole, you know, like what got me to where I was, what got me to, to number one and just trying to keep it simple and focus on that. And um, like I said, the last sort of, month has been really I think quite a revelation for me in terms of you know speaking to some people getting some good advice and sort of finding finding that out within myself and sort of having that realization which I think I did at Egyptian Open and I felt really good mentally and even after the tournament even even having a loss I felt you know mentally quite good and quite happy with how the tournament went. Were you aware uh, that some of Farag's ranking points were expiring and you were set to reclaim the world number was one a spot. Yeah, I get tagged in about twenty things a day on Instagram <laughs> when that comes around. So um, it's hard to it's hard to sort of ignore that. But you know, it's it's something I try not to think about too much because if you win win events, you're going to be number one, and that's what we want to do. Is really just sort of 
win win big events and um you know the world they have all these things that's like you know this week i'll be world number one next week i won't be world number one but really world number one's over a 12 month period you know you got to play well for 12 months you can't just keep thinking week in week out it's you know consistency over 12 months and it's an accumulation of points and you know after 12 months you're going to drop off good points so you got to keep sort of you know backing those up every month every week and um, that's sort of how I try and look at it rather than mm. you know on the monthly rankings or weekly rankings it's more of a 12-month performance. Well I think Tiger Woods was about 500 odd weeks at number one mate so keep going Colsey keep charging <laughs> brother you got a couple of got 499 weeks to go all right you got 499 <laughs> weeks hey brother you're back in the United States I remember this time last year we actually spoke to Post your United States Open win, and uh, Baz was having a tongue-in-cheek. How much did you win your prize money, mate? Like, what does this event mean to you? This is probably a, a big event on the calendar for your for your year? 100%, man. Um, this is uh, sort of, if I'm being honest with you, this is, this is my first sort of tournament I thought I would be ready to try and have a crack at winning. I think, you know, having the off-season that I had with Commonwealth Games, I didn't feel like I was going to be ready for the start of the season, and I sort of said with my team that this was the first tournament that I, I targeted to win. Um, and it's obviously one of the most prestigious, you know, US Open and sort of any sport holds a lot of, you know, credit. So I, I really haven't, you know, I really want to win this one and, you know, put it alongside my, my sort of other, other wins that I've had. So, yeah, man, this is uh, high on my, my goals list. And, you know, I'm just going to try and enjoy the week. I said, like I said, I brought my whole team here. So, um, we're all in good spirits and body and mind are feeling good, so ready to go. Hey, Colsey, you're looking forward to returning home. You've spoken to some people and uh, about coming back down under and getting the job done. Oh man, I'm I can't wait, mate. We're uh, we're coming back this month, twenty twenty seventh of October. I think I'm flying back. Not that I'm not that I'm counting down the days or anything, but <laughs> mate, it's gonna be uh, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be an elite event. And I think you know the organisers there. I know they're gonna put on a wicked event. And first time we've sort of had something like this in oh, a good thirty odd years. So, mate, I'm ecstatic, and um, my whole family's coming up. Basically, the whole Greymouths, you know, taking over Tauranga. So, um, looking forward to it. Don't don't forget to tell your mum and dad to bring that white bait up, son. <laughs> they got to pack that amongst the wine, mate. <laughs> I was with you. I was at the gym with your auntie the other day, and she said that about thirty of you are, are heading along to the gym, mates. So, ah, uh, heading along to the open. It's gonna be a crazy week. Like, are you, are you expecting seller? How much can that stay? Is that Susan Devoy? Um, obviously, courts there, isn't it? So, how much can that hold? Yeah, mate, but they're putting a glass court in Trust Power Arena, so it holds around six hundred, oh. I think. And they sold the they sold the tickets out within fifty minutes, um, so <laughs> it's going to be pretty a pretty wicked event. It's going to be pretty special. I know they've got billboards and you know bus advertising going around Tauranga. So um, yeah, man, like they sold out in fifty minutes, which is unreal. Um, half of that's great enough, but yeah, it's going to be pretty special. Oh, mate, it's going to be absolutely special, Colsey. We, we, we're so proud of you down under, and I know your life has changed so much over the last year. You're an absolute superstar back in New Zealand and around the world, let's be complete. Number one squash player. How many squash players are there in the world? You got an estimate? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a few, you know, a few hundred million just to make myself sound good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. You're number one, mate. You're standing at the top of that pyramid. Keep it up, Colsey. We're really proud of you here on the show. And uh, 
get that job done, mate. We'll get the job done over the next couple of weeks. Turn left and, and return home, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers, boys. Appreciate the phone call. There he is, Mr. Paul Cole. Loved his honesty there, Kempi. Loved his honesty. I, I've been having a... Um, I'm glad he brought it up. I've been having a couple of good chats with uh, Colsey. Not only me, a lot of um, people around uh, that have got their own experiences because I guess when you... When you are that hungry, you're that fighter, you're that lion that's uh, looking for a bit of prey, it's not hard to find motivation and and the motivation to get up and do a bit extra and get out. But when you're the hunted, that's when it's hard. Yeah. And that sounds like he's had his, his, had his little struggles over the thing, and I loved it. And I've been giving him my experiences because I've been the hunter and then I've been the hunted. And it's uh, it comes with different mindsets, and I loved his honesty there. Yeah, and that's and that's a right. You know, half the half the the journey is getting there, but the hard part of the journey is staying there, isn't it? You know, you see so many people yeah. fall off the uh, off the bandwagon once they've done all the hard work and got there. And that's why I asked him, you know, what's his method of, of making sure that he's going to stay at the top for as long as he can. So, I mean, at the at the um, heart of it, he's a Kiwi Kiwi kid, and so humble, mate. You know, his humility is really awesome. The way that he just talks about it openly, and mate, good on him. I love watching him. I think he's a you know a true West Coaster. The competitiveness and the way that he he just hates losing points, Man, that just drives him. He just wants to win. I love that. He's yeah. Look, he's obviously a huge friend of our show, and he's a global superstar in New Zealand now. He's a he's a name that everyone's synonymous with, and uh, very recognisable. So we're very proud of him. He's um, obviously going through his his little struggles, but he's back there and. Uh, we can't wait to get him home. Look, I said it earlier. It's obviously a week. <laughs> it's a pretty big week on uh, our calendars, but we'll be there in spirit supporting him. 600 tickets sold out in 50 minutes. That is great work. People are rallying around our squash players and going to have a hell of an event. 20 million, by the way. 20 million. 20 million people play squash regularly worldwide over 190 wow. odd countries, 185 odd countries. So 20 million, number one. And we were talking about Ryan Fox the other day being we're twenty number twenty five. It's just yeah, I know like it's the old thing we, when we go to the Olympics we always say oh per per capita New Zealand yeah per capita per capita. But seriously, Kempi, like we're a little we've got Antarctica spitting all over us at the moment that <laughs> Arctic blast polar blast, and then we've also got some of the world's highest achieving athletes. It's pretty special. Isn't Spitting it? out champions everywhere, you know, Lisa Carrington, Paul Cole. You know, what I mean, it's just uh, I, I actually spent some time thinking about that yesterday about how are we going to continue to deliver on the world stage when everything is moving so fast. Athletes are becoming bigger, faster, mm. stronger. And little old New Zealand down here, we don't even have a high performance centre. I guess we've always just isn't that crazy. What do you mean by that? We like, don't have a high performance centre, mate. We have the Millennium, oh, yeah, right. over the North Shore, which has a swimming pool, the public use, and a gym down the bottom, and a little ten metre track that they have at the back. But we don't have a a, de- a designated high performance sports centre in New Zealand for any of our athletes to go to. Mm, I guess you got pockets like you got Cambridge where they have the velodrome and the um, obviously but Lake, imagine, Lake imagine what they've got all around the world these centres like the Institute of Sport in Australia for instance you seen that when you go to America these little pockets that they have mate they look like a millennium look like a coffee shop 
It's crazy. It's crazy what our athletes put up with and yet go out and just bring back the gold. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Now, loud and clear. And I guess we've always found a way, and that's been the... That's like the... The number eight wire. Yeah, just always found a way, and we it's almost like we always will. But I know what you mean. Imagine what if we had a level playing field. It's um, pretty cool. Imagine that. That's, yeah. that's, what I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying. Imagine that. Imagine yeah. taking our little country and parking it in a, in a place that has this massive stadium. Like, they'd never be caught. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.